cezası. One in the NFL is in the books. Did you listen to me? Did you listen to Mishy? How did you do? Did you take it square in the pants like I did for starting Aaron Rodgers and Najee Harris and Kyle Pitts? Ooh, you know what rookies will get you. They'll get you some big losses, but they'll also get you a couple big wins. Ouch, I'm smarting in both of my leagues. But I will not jump to conclusions because week one's all about jumping to conclusions. I didn't dump half my roster onto the waiver wire. I made a couple key acquisitions right off the bat. I'm not sweating it. I'm not giving up on Aaron Rodgers yet, even though I picked up Ben Roethlisberger, just in case. And, uh, hey, everybody's on some sort of leash, whether it's long or whether it's short. And speaking of long and speaking of short, I got a football minute for you, whether it's on the radio or not. The exclusive home now of... The Football Minute. Here we go. Week one in the NFL, week two in college, Australian Football League playoffs week in Australia. Trevor Lawrence put up some passing numbers. He also put up some INTs to Houston. Watch those Texans fly off the waiver wire this week. The Ohio State Buckeyes forgot to tell their defense they had a game Saturday. The Oregon Ducks quacked out a victory in the horseshoe. Ohio University lost to Duquesne. I don't even know what conference they're in. Toledo almost beat Notre Dame. Oh, that would have been nice. Ben Roethlisberger is too dumb to hurt and too old to care. Were you counting on the counting out the Stillers this year? You counted wrong. The Dictator only scored 48 points against Mercer Law School. Mercer scored twice. Go Bears! Look out for the Kentucky Bengals. Joe Barr's back and so's Joe Mixon. Say what you want about Kirk Cousins. 351 <laughs> yards and two TDs ain't bad. America's team, the Cleveland Browns came out swinging. Too bad a punter whip was the difference. They'll see the Chiefs again in the playoffs. Auburn whooped Alabama State. Mac Powerhouse Kent State whooped Virginia Military Institute. Northwestern whooped Indiana State. Georgia beat Alabama. Birmingham. Clemson whooped South Carolina State. Georgia State whooped Kennesaw State. Kennesaw State is a football team. And Monday, the Baltimore Ratbirds, lots of thriller at OT on the MNF. <laughs> There's a football minute, everybody. We're off and raging into the regular season. And if you're raging into the regular season, there can only be one person you need to go, and that would be America's commissioner. Coming at you, guiding you through the whims and wherefores here. Mitchie! Hey, week two. Week two, Mr. Cabasso. Week two, America. And you made a reference in the opening about a long leash or a short leash and uh, a reference to jumping to conclusions. And I got to tell you, week one brought a lot of jumping and a lot of conclusions. My fantasy football happy scouting that said, you were blowing smoke up your bleeper, bleeping bleep, and everything we told you was wrong. And... With very few exceptions, Mr. Kilbasa, namely three games that I'll, I'll, I'll take humility for later, this program was on the money. We told you about Big Ben. We told you about the Cowboys competing. We told you a number of things, and we're going to talk about it in week three. But Mr. Kilbasa, 
you might, but I think I already have the answer to that because you're not alone, Mishy. Making her season debut right now. Another VIP in the Sausage Hut Fantasy Football Ferocity. Coming off a huge win in Fantasy Football Week 1. The Vegetarian Butcher's back. How you doing, Vegetarian Butcher? Hello. Pretty good. Pretty good since I handed somebody a butt with him. Ah, man, oh, man, oh, man. Hello. Go ahead and gloat. Would you rather it had been somebody else? (laughs) There's no one I'd rather get my ass kicked by, Butcher. There you go. 92 to 35 the butcher came out and whooped my ass thanks to one point from Aaron Rodgers four points from Najee Harris and a backup from New Orleans butcher what did you come with to teach me a lesson well I had Jameis Winston on my bench but that didn't matter because Matt Stafford took care of the rest of that Mm. Broncos defense did pretty good. Um, actually, I think all my players did better than yours. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. 92 points. 30 from Stafford. Raheem Mostert. Ooh, see you next year. McCafferty managed to make it out of the, the game without a injury. Diggs, eh. Keenan Allen, eh. Greg Kittle, eh. I mean, you had pretty average performances, but hey, the average performances work when everybody has one. 10 points, 10 points, 10 points, 17 points. I guess that's above, that's, that's above average. 92 points is definitely above average. Matt Stafford yeah. is going to be going off this year. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, running back, not so much, but we'll see what I had on the bench. Yeah, nothing special. Gary Judy out. So, you know, dropped him. He's, he's gone from my bench. Mm. Cold. Cold. Yeah. Pick. So, we'll see. We'll see what week two brings. Was there a uh, large cheese pizza and uh, anything bet on this particular game, Butcher, where you kicked the royal um, tokus of one Johnny Kilbasa, or was it just straight-up competition? That was just straight-up but whooping at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> no incentive needed. Every player on my team had single digits. That's the. I think this is the worst week I've ever had. Coming right off the right off the gate. <laughs> I was gonna, I was trying to look at the league uh, standings and see uh, if it was the uh, worst score <laughs> last week. Yeah, I believe it was. Yeah, yep. Ouch! In Aaron Ro- in Aaron Rodgers, you trust. Yep. Well, I trust Ed, but I, I th- I'm gonna definitely give him a shot. 133 yards and two interceptions. I mean, he just he, you know he was a little too. He came out and he's barely awake for these press conferences when he talks to the press league. He's doing. I think he might be doing a little too much yoga. Because he's just a little too chilled out right now. And really, it was his first game. He didn't play at all in the preseason. Maybe he, either he's not going to care anymore or he's going to have a little pride and come back with a fierceness next week. Mishy, yeah. how did you do in your fantasy football parameters this week? I um, I took a loss in our league, the PSL paid. I um, took a W in some extended math class fantasy football league and that I share with the butcher. 
Okay. And for my team, I I, um, I had some Derrick Henry issues. My heart says draft Chubb. My fingers pressed Derrick Henry. And that was the name of that tune. Mm. The margin of victory, the margin of defeat. I was excited. I went to the sports book last weekend, a few hours from here. And I'm very happy to say that uh, I spent $200 and I have $205 in winning tickets. Hey. There you go. What I really wanted was to pay for the gas. But week one, as Mr. Cabasa said, what was uh, thought to be so wasn't wasn't really anything but the truth. And there are times where it still looks like preseason. And it'll take a little sorting out. Fantasy football-wise, you don't want to be riding an offer for too many weeks. But we have to figure it out as well as the pro game. Do you agree or disagree, Butcher? I agree. And, you know, Kilbasa, if it makes you feel any better, I lost in my other league. Oh. (laughs) Well, hey, you're turning it around. And and because of the league we're in together, you you got the first draft pick. And who did you take with your first draft pick? Because you were in last place last year, right? So now we're turning around. (laughs) I was, I believe I was second to last. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) I lost that coin flip. Yeah, I took uh, Christian McCaffrey. There you go. 98 well, yards and 89 points, probably, right? Yards. Well, last year I, points. I drafted Mahomes, and, you know, we see where that got me. It, you know, that whole season was a dumpster fire. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Back bigger, better, and uh, you're going to crush in record-breaking fashion the host of this particular fantasy football ferocity. <laughs> you know, with, with, if that is what comes of this season, it'll be a happy, happy season. One gong to that, kids. <laughs> the gong. The gong well, of justice. The gong of something. Okay, so let's, uh, I, I think, Butcher, Mishy, we had our week one. Every you know, a lot of people look like geniuses, and a few people like me look like fools. But I'm all I'm going to say is I'll see you next week, and or actually this week. So why don't we just dive right in to week two? Because that's what we're going to do in week two. We might as well start because we know the vegetarian butcher's got a lot to do. We're going to go straight to Jacksonville where the Broncos, the 1-0 undefeated Broncos, heading down to take on what could be, I don't know, a sleeper game. Yeah, I don't know what to think about Jacksonville, butcher. Denver and Jacksonville. Michi, what about this matchup? Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, I'm still kind of in disbelief about it. He played a solid game like Teddy Bridgewater can do and beat a uh, inferior team. I I still Teddy can do that. that He's my quarterback, so I'm having problems with this whole, you know, coming to Jesus moment. I'm still not accepting that, you know, that's who my quarterback is, but. When you play against the Jacksonville team this weekend with a rookie quarterback and a rookie coach, and they have to throw 50-something times, mm-hmm. Butcher, there is a defensive touchdown in the Broncos' future, and it's coming <laughs> oh, up this Sunday. I agree. That's the only you know strong point in the Broncos' team right now or is the, the defense. So I agree with that, definitely. 
it'll be uh there's a 41 dollar ticket with my name on it if i feel like taking the drive sitting right there at the 50 yard line a little bit up 41 dollars to get into the game wow i'd do it do it do it how long is the I drive sh- it's uh it's enough to make it uh think twice um no perhaps three and a half hours Oh, fuck that. That's a monster drink and a bag of Cheetos. Come on. <laughs> well, out where, out where you live, everything's eight hours away. I know. Just suck it up and take some drive. I can, uh, I can do that. That would, be, that would keep my uh, entertainment value of the football season coming up. I the, know. Teddy Bridgewater is down his main wide receiver, Jerry Drudy. Gone for the year, is that correct? Or is he just gone for a while? They said week five he's supposed to be back. Oh. And you cut him already. You didn't mess around. You cut him. Nope. I, I'm, I'm done with it. He was on my bench anyways. And I don't need that. Superstition? Yep. Cortland Sutton. I am is done hanging on the players too long. That has been my downfall. I, uh, oh, they'll come back. Oh, and I, no. That, nope. That's what the waiver wire is for. Is that the the big uh, learning experience from past defeats in fantasy football? Don't hold on to the guys? Yes. America, get your crayons out. The voice of reason is spoken. I got to be a little more ruthless and just cut my losses and... There, there was fantastic. I, there was a bias that I was taking a web-based training course on biases today, mm-hmm. and one of the bias I forget. There's too many biases, too too, too many different kinds. Uh, so I don't know which kind it was, but but like I already made my decision on somebody, so I'm going to st- stick with it. Is a certain bias? I forget which one it is, but yeah, it's a bias. Great. Yeah. Yeah. We call that homerism in fantasy. Homer football. bias. Homerism. Yeah, it's homerism. And that is the act of sticking with your players for far too long because they were on your favorite team. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Um, (laughs) The idea that Melvin Gordon busted up a a big run, scored a touchdown, won me a couple dollars, was very nice in fantasy football. Is there an update in your eyes, Bronco fan, on Javonta Williams? Is he the next coming, or is he going to be a split in time with our man, Mr. Gordon? As we go uh, forward into the season, I think it's going to be a split. I don't think he is the. He hasn't earned that yet. Okay. No. Is the young man named uh, KJ Hamler the replacement, then, or is it Tim Patrick going to be the combination replacement for Jerry Drudy? Or in fantasy, does do those wide receivers matter to you at all in this game? I think it's going to be whoever they could get the ball to. I don't think they, I don't think they have a backup plan. Frankly, I think it's Jerry Judy is the the guy, and so I think they're going to be struggling in the wide receivers. Well, the good news this week is having watched Jacksonville, and I did watch the game um, because I had a rooting interest both in the sports book and just in fantasy football wise. Jacksonville is very very bad. Yes, And their defense will be um, Swiss cheese to any professional offensive line. And so for recommendations, perhaps the rookie Denver running back will have some fantasy value. In fact, Michi's here to tell you both running backs are going to have some fantasy value. 
Your man Noah Fant. Anyone draft that tight end who's supposedly healthy on the Broncos? Yeah, he's sitting on my he's sitting on my bench too in one of he's my on leagues. On my bench too. Behind Kyle Pitts. If, if well, Pitts, 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 and you juice, 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 scoring thirty five points. Put Mister Fant in. Enjoy a double digit touchdown making performance, and watch the Broncos score forty two points. And the flip side is Jacksonville showing themselves to be. A uh, little less of a pro team and more of just a pass happy menagerie. And I like uh, a couple wide receivers because of the pass happy nature in Jacksonville. Big fan of DJ Chark this week. If he's on your team, start him. Marvin Jones, is he available anywhere, Mr. Kilbasa? Uh, Worthwhile pickup. James Robinson didn't show me anything. Had another big play called back. That's continuity. And as much as you want to write off the the Jacksonville Jaguars, I mean, Lawrence had 332 yards. Yeah, he had some interceptions, but he still scored 25 25 fantasy points. So it's not against the next the next worst defense in the National Football League. Okay. Okay. Trevor Lawrence threw the ball 52 times, and. Anyone in you know where he would connect, make connections in fantasy football like that all week, he'll be great. But he's going to get killed. And Mr. Kilbasa, what I want to say, watching that game closely, our friend, our family friend, James O'Shaughnessy, oh. was was a featured player for the Jacksonville Jaguars at tight end. He's back from the and, dead. Jimmy's back from the dead. And you can call his mom. And you can call his Graham. And you could tell her that Michy says. Jimmy scoring a touchdown for the Jaguars this weekend. Oh, I'm going to call his brother. I'm going to call his aunt. Yeah, I'm going to call them all. Jimmy O'Shaughnessy's back in the game, everybody. Butcher, I'm, t- I'm telling you, don't you better not lose. You better not lose to Jacksonville this week. That's all I got to say. 2-0 sounds pretty good. 42-24 Denver. Oh, okay. goes on. They're going to crush them. All right, Mishy, I just put a Fant in my lineup over uh, Gronkowski, so. There you have it. Wow. Bring bring them fantasy points. Bring those points. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you what, since uh, this sounds like a good time for a, a nice wager, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to call for the uh, call for the upset because you never count the evil genius out. He's going he's gonna to go to the drawing board and he's going to figure things out. And every doubt that the vegetarian butcher had about Teddy Bridgewater is going to come true next week. So let's put some let's put something down on this game right here. What do you say? I'm going to take the Jaguars and against all comers for what can you get in Jacksonville? I don't even what what kind of food can you get in Jacksonville? Fish and barbecue and beer. Fish, barbecue, and beer, and a and a very nice uh, spinach dip. <laughs> so we're gonna go for. <laughs> I would like some pumpernickel bread with that spinach dip. Pumpernickel bread, spinach dip, and I'll take some crabs, or I'll take some fresh fish, and you can make tacos, and you can make vegetarian tacos out of the rest of them, because that head coach in Jacksonville reached for the jar that said Abby Normal. And the, the evil doctor, evil doctor is Frankenstein, not Frankenstein. And Jacksonville's in big trouble. Okay. Uh, I Go ahead and count them out. And they might very well be, but not this week. We're going to work on our fundamentals and practice case. And 
the evil genius Jackson, knows what he's up to. Mr. Kobasa Jacksonville is going to be riding the OFA longer than your fantasy football team is as long as you start Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. There you go. There you go. And the he's, gong to seal it. The gong to seal it. All right, enough of Denver, Jacksonville. Let's go to something else. Let's go to yesterday's news from Denver, and let's talk about my America's team. Oh, so close to coming off a big win. The Cleveland Browns home opener. Welcoming, I guess, the second worst team in the NFL, Michi. The Houston Texans with their backup quarterback. I guess it's not his backup quarterback. Deshaun Watson's not there anymore. How many people picked up Mark Ingram off the waiver wire today? I bet a ton of them. You did. I certainly did. So there you go. Cleveland Houston should be a squash match for my brownies. Should be, should be, but no one's given Houston a chance. You know, whatever. I say bring it on. Yes, we should win big. Yes, it's the home opener. Yes, people are going to be going crazy. Yes, it's going to be awesome to be there. Weather should be pretty good. Here comes Houston. Let's beat on beat them beat up on them. I don't know, Mishy. Let's talk about it from a fantasy football perspective. Oh, football starting now. Ms. Butcher, if I were to tell you the Cleveland Browns defense are going to score as many points as the Denver Broncos defense, would you believe me in fantasy football week two? That's a good chance. That's actually a good, good chance. The idea that Tyrod Taylor is not a turnover machine is might be the one differential. But if, yeah. if the Cleveland Browns don't show up and sack this team seven, eight times, if the Cleveland Browns don't block a punt in this game once, if they do not pick off an interception from Mr. Taylor because of the pressure D, I will be completely surprised. And we're talking 12 to 14 touchdown potential fantasy points for the Cleveland Browns this weekend. Mm. Does Baker Mayfield need to be a hero at the end of this game, Mr. Kielbasa? Hell no. (laughs) Does Case Keenum have a chance to be in in this game by the fourth quarter? (laughs) Backup quarter alert, quarterback alert. Should we pick him up? I got to tell you, I was watching uh, the Browns game with our uh, dear, uh, Atlanta friends and uh, she almost had a heart attack. This is why I don't watch football and especially Browns games. I can't stand it. I know they're going to fuck it up. (laughs) That's where the heartache begins. That same old heartache. They they probably haven't spent a whole uh, Sunday watching football in a long time and I made them suffer through it. (laughs) Did you serve the hot toddies on the the veranda or did you just make them suffer with the you know, water. That banquet beer was in the uh, plenty of <laughs> fantastic. Course heavy. Yeah. Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, two touchdowns last week. Kareem Hunt, one touchdown last week. Mr. Kielbasa, a both or either going to repeat that performance this week? Yeah, I think you're going to see Kareem Hunt, and and I hope because I picked him up in my league uh i think kareem hunt is going to be a touchdown poacher this year so if you ha- if you don't have a top five 
quarter or top five running back on your team and you have Kareem Hunt, he's going to be scoring touchdowns because they're going to put him in on goal line offense. A lot. I'll I'll go. And he's still good. I'll continue with the boldness for you gamblers out there and your favorite, the Ernest, the Ernest Johnson will score a touchdown this weekend for the Browns. It's going, they're going to run Jacksonville out of, not Jacksonville. They're going to, they're going to run Houston out of the stadium. Odell Beckham is not playing. Is that correct? Mr. Kobasa? I I thought it wasn't set in stone, but if you say so, then I believe it's you. set in stone. Javaris Landry becomes an option. Uh, Butcher, your favorite hyphenated Cleveland Brown, Donovan Peoples-Jones, is is an option. And because it's going to be a dominant football game, which of the tight ends, Hoopa drives the boat, or Najoku, watch me catch everything? Who is going to be a tight end to contribute for the Cleveland Browns um, offense in this game? Hoopa or Najoku? You're asking the wrong chick. <laughs> Kibasa, tell me. Hooper's money in the bank. Ninjoku, in, the, in la- this week they brought in Ninjoku to have some really, like every pass that went to him was an opportunity for a great catch. And it was kind of, it was down the field and it was one on one. Ninjoku's a big dude and he can jump. He still, you know, makes everybody go, eh, when he tries to catch the ball. He, but it's funny that he's still on the team. Did he drop anything this week? Did he drop anything in week one? I don't think he dropped anything, but he had a couple things did. bounce off his hands. I don't think hands. he did. We could be looking at a real sleeper alert moving forward. Get your crayons out. Write it in that, like, grayish this time, not the bright brown. Because Njoku might be someone on our radar. Mr. Kabasi, you're going to have a laugher against the Houston team. And you're going to tear them up. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be funny. And I'm of the mindset Brandon Cooks is my favorite and only fantasy value there. And I'm thinking about keeping him on the bench. It's going to be ugly. Let's hope. Be ugly. Let's hope, Michi, the Cleveland Browns has got to even it up one and one because the Bengals are one and zero, oh, the Steelers yeah. are one and zero, oh, and the Ravens yeah. should be one and zero. Oh, but luckily they're not. But they're good. Man, oh man, it was a good weekend of football. Thursday night was awesome. Cleveland Browns game was awesome. Denver game was awesome. Monday night football was awesome. But Michi. You've got a home opener this week against the hated New England Patriots coming down to Jersey to hang out in the swamp. Mishy, I think there's reason to be optimistic in the swamp of Jersey with your quarterback. Yeah, this guy is not Sam Darnold 2.0. Even though Sam Darnold 2.0, the real Sam Darnold 2.0 actually had a pretty good game. You got a good, you got a kid there, Michi. There might be, and you got a receiver too. Come on now, come on now. How, how about knocking off New England? They don't know what they're doing up there yet. New England, butcher, go with me on this one if you would. <laughs> New England has Bill Belichick. The Jets have a rookie coach. The New England has the best offensive coordinator it maybe ever, and the Jets have someone um, who's replacing a guy who passed away. The Jets have a rookie quarterback who had a good game but has zero offensive line. The Patriots have a rookie quarterback who doesn't have to win games for them. This game is – and the Jets' defense is as miserable as a defense. The first three teams that we spoke of, Jacksonville, Houston, and the Jets – 
any of the, these teams can run the longest OFA that will match Kielbasa's losing fantasy football team in 2021. <laughs> Dick. The idea that the Patriots played the Miami team in week one and played a really exciting game will manifest itself to the Jets being crushed in ways that we haven't seen in a long, long time. Zach Wilson did have a nice game. He found some rhythm. He can throw the ball because he has to, very similar to the kid Lawrence in Jayville. But the Patriots, within a shadow of a doubt, and whatever dollar figure you want, are winning this ballgame. And they're going to do so convincingly. And fantasy football-wise, the quarterback is going to put up 20-some-odd points. The kid. Mark Mac Mac Jones is going to throw another touchdown and not accept the ball. The most impressive thing I've seen in years in the National Football League. Damian Harris, I drafted him. He's going to reward me with a buck twenty and two touchdowns, not one, two. Unbelievable. And it's pick your poison at tight end because one or both of them are touchdown makers. John U. Smooth or Hunter Henry. I said Smooth. I meant Smith. Smooth. And I like Smooth, smooth better. More. Smooth. All right, we got to name a kid that someday. I'm going to have a child. I'm going to name him Smishy Smooth and whatever last name the mother has. The idea that Nelson Aguilar has uh, become a wide receiver and in play, no one's going to draft him. No one's going to pick them up. Uh, Mac Jones is a surprising play. More points than uh, the bearded one in Green Bay? No, not this week. But Damian Harris is a must start, in my opinion. The New England defense is a must start. They're going to terrorize. Mr. Wilson for the Jets got sacked six times. They lost their best offensive lineman. They have no defensive backfield. I love the tight ends on New England to find the end zone this week, and it's going to be a laugher. All the New England Patriot fans that are homers that live near the Meadowlands and MetLife Stadium are going to be in full force and outnumber Jet jerseys. By this kickoff, and it's a joke. So you're telling me that the Dolphins are for real since they beat, they held the Patriots to 16 points and beat them this week? Are you telling me the Dolphins? I have have a a fairly significant uh, wager that the Dolphins win the East. Yes, I I do tell you that. Well, that's something to look forward to later on in the ferocity. Okay, and here I am trying to. Okay, let's do another. I'm going to do another wager here. And I'm going to take Michie's New Jersey Jets, New Jersey football Jets. And, okay, uh, where's your favorite deli near the stadium down there? What, what, what are we eating? What are we eating down there uh, by the stadium? There's a deli across Route, uh, Route 3, and it's by a place called Medieval Times. And whatever the heck they call it, I don't remember. But we can get a sandwich that is really worthwhile. And I suggest we get one. And take the butcher into Chinatown for like some some nice Chinese that she finds uh, suitable to her dietary needs, and we just throw down. And what do, what are we drinking, vegetarian butcher? What are you buying me when the Jets? Uh, wait, who are you taking? You taking the Jets? Or you taking the Patriots? Oh well, fuck! I'm not taking the Jets. What are you, <laughs> nuts? you can have the Jets in two touchdowns in this game, Mister Kilbaugh. I don't want any. I'm wow. going straight on the money line. Okay. I'm there. I'm going Jets for the win. Oh, what did they uh, drink in uh, Jersey uh, there, Michy? Root beer, of course. <laughs> Root beer? Of course. All right. 
Really? I'm, I'm not drinking. I don't drink root beer. <laughs> with some whiskey in it. What else you got? Uh, we have all the beers that you could possibly want, uh, um, from brew pubs to domesticateds uh, to uh, domesticateds. Listen to me. I don't know what kind of beer they got. Anything in the world you want? We could be drinking vodka cocktails all night. I think vodka is probably a better uh, better choice than the swamp water that Jersey uses for their beer. <laughs> it's, uh, you, you, you know, there's something to be said about that sludge that makes people die young. I'm not sure what it is, but let's do that. Let's avoid that. There let's we go. That. My Jets. I'm going to take your Jets away from you, Michi, since you're, you're never going to. You can gonna, have them. I have my Jets. I got, I got paraphernalia and assorted gear with Jets logos on it, and I will send them to you. If the Jets were to pull up the upset of the century. All right. And, and then when they win the East, you're going to give me that trash can that you'd never part with. Yeah. 1999 already happened. We're not going to wait till 2099. <laughs> None of us are going to be here. All right. There you go. There's the top three games for us. Butcher, before we let you go here, why don't you tell us? Now, if you remember from last year, the vegetarian butcher, butcher used to give the kiss of death to somebody every week. And before you go, why don't you tell us who you're going to give the kiss of death to and why in week two of the NFL? A player or a team? Whatever you want. It's your thing. Both. Both. Why not? Who do I want to... I think that is... Um... Mm-hmm. Good question. Good question. I think uh, Lamar Jackson is uh, not going to. Uh... <laughs> I like the oh. sound of that. And why? Is he next? To, is he the next on? The, oh my goodness! Uh, we drafted this guy on uh, train. No, I, 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 I generally believe in him, but I think that uh, what they're playing Kansas City. Yeah, no, he's 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 gonna he's gonna be in trouble. There you go. Vegetarian Butcher giving Mishy's quarterback, Lamar Jackson, the kiss of death. Yes, it is. Steak, he's betting his whole season on Lamar Jackson, which isn't a a bad bet, but not this week, according to you. And here's why it works, Butcher. You absolutely uh, crushed kielbasa into little food bits that can be pressed into ham eventually <laughs> and that was week one and you were about to do the same thing to Michi in week two it must be football season and butcher voice a reason for a reason hot dog america get your crayons out get your crayons out and just like that vegetarian butcher thanks a lot hopefully we'll see you again next week we appreciate your insight and thank you again for that ass kicking. I'll see you in the playoffs. <laughs> Have a good night. All right. There she goes. Sometimes the voice of reason, sometimes the big ass kicker. <laughs> no question. No question, Michi. All right. Well, that was fun. But now all the uh, now that the the niceties are out of the way, Mishy. Are you stretched out? Are your hammies all ready to go? Are you ready for a three-minute lightning round tromp through the other 13 games in week two? Uh, yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. You got the gong there ready just in case. The gong here is always ready. Gong check on Mike Blunt. 
is. <laughs> we are here to help you win fantasy games, take money from your friends, go to the sports book, beat the sports book, and have a really good time enjoying the National Football League. What do you think, Mr. Kibasa? I think that sounds like a great idea as 30 podcasts in 30 days rages on in the Sausage Hut, and this is Fantasy Football Ferocity Week 2. The best fucking fantasy football podcast out there, and all you talking heads on the TV, you're welcome for stealing Mishy's takes. <laughs> oh, goodness. Let's go to That's Thursday true. night. Tonight. An old school throwdown beatdown of teams that used to be good but ain't good right now, Mishy. In Washington, the Washington team football hosting the New Jersey Giants, and we're going to talk about it for three minutes starting now. New York football Giants are a team in turmoil. The Washington football team, uh, the Washington team football, are a team without a quarterback. The idea that this Thursday night historical matchup will be an entertaining football game is for the diehards. The Redskin diehards, they're not called the Redskins anymore. The team football, the football team's diehards, the New York football giants diehards, they'll be there in full force. Danny Dimes is not a fantasy starter. You drafted Shaquan Barkley for a reason. He's not ready to be a fantasy starter. The New York football giant that Michy won a couple dollars on is Sterling Shepard scoring a touchdown last week. Not going to happen this week. Kenny Galladay was not the guy to pick up. Evan Ingram is Evan Ingram, and the Giants' D is awful. I think the New York football giants, until they get healthy and their offensive line gets strong, are a losing football team. And Taylor Hankey, Hankey, Hankey. Of the Washington football team, the man who took them to the playoffs last year is the man to right the ship and play less crazy football and more redskin style football. What are we going to see? We're going to see the guy, Logan Thomas, the tight end, become a top four fantasy performer because Mr. Hankey is the quarterback. We're going to see McLaurin become Mr. McLaurin again, 100 yards and a touchdown. And Antonio Gibson's the happiest man on the planet because the guy you drafted as your RB1 from the Washington football team will pay dividends like it's nobody's business. I don't know the line on this game. I don't care. The Redskins are going into the Meadowlands. Again, they're not the Redskins. The Washington team football is going into the Meadowlands, and they are going to beat the living New York Post out of the New York football giants. Wow. And the the locals are going to be angry. There will be a fight in the stands because the Redskins drive four hours up the road, four and a half. And they drink the whole way. there's going to be fisticuffs. There's going to be fisticuffs. It's going to get ugly. And uh, it can only happen to two teams from Washington and New York. They're going to beat the hell out of each other. The Redskins' defense is a must-start, big mm. potential touchdown maker. And across on paper, across the field, in, in the course of battle, the, Red, the Washington football team, the Washington team football, get it right, Mish, is going to beat the bleep out of the New York football giants. No fantasy love on the Giants whatsoever. Wow. And a lot of fantasy love 
on the part of the Washington team. There you go. Three minutes, the fastest three minutes in America. (laughs) And that does it for Thursday night. I'll be watching because I like a Thursday night game. It's fun, but... Meanwhile, some AFC action. The Buffalo Bills coming off an upset. Unless you're a Stillers fan, then you're not really surprised because that's what the Stillers do. They win football games. And Miami, uh-oh, they might be for real. Michi, 1 o'clock game start in Miami. Buffalo, Miami for three minutes starting now. On his program previously, we heard Mishy say something to the effect that Buffalo's got real problems. And what we saw in week one is the beginning of Buffalo's problems. What we're going to see in week two, Mr. Kilbasa, is the continuation of Buffalo's problems. Oh. The, the, the sports book, is we, if we can come to it, have the home team, the Miami Dolphins, is a three-and-a-half-point underdog. Take the Dolphins, take the points, take Tua to throw two touchdowns. At least Tua two touchdowns. touchdowns. That's his, that's Tua two touchdowns. Tua touchdowns. Mr. Waddle, if, if the rookie, if he is on your free agent list, people, pick him up. Please. Uh, Miles Gaston is going to have a double-digit performance as a running back. Should find the end zone. Should have at least 95-plus yards. May bust one against for like 55 against Buffalo. And our friend uh, Mike Kosicki, the tight end, is, t- is going to get the second touchdown. The Miami defense is going to tear up the Buffalo offense. Josh Allen, Jared Allen, Fran Allen, whatever you want to call the quarterback of the Buffalo football team, he is in big trouble because he's going to have to win this game by himself. Uh, last week, Zach Moss was supposedly a draftable football player, pulled a knucklehead card, didn't play. Yeah, I got him. You cut him. Devin Singletary is not the answer against this Miami defense. Stefan Diggs, completely average, still hurt. We said on his program, Gabriel Davis is the best receiver on that team right now. He rewarded you with a touchdown last week. People, this is the Sausage Hut fantasy ferocity. And Buffalo's losing and going 0-2 this week against the Miami Fish of uh, Dade County, Florida. Doesn't even take three minutes. <sighs> you got any questions, Mr. Kilbasa? No, but I, as much as I kind of feel for Buffalo fans, they had a good run last year. So for them to go just have their disappointing season like the Browns had a couple years ago, I'm like, I'll be like, okay, you guys thought you guys thought you're going to go to lose four Super Bowls again? I don't think so. <laughs> There's no question. And again, on the ferocity right here, you were surprised last week when I brought that up. Are you surprised this week that I'm talking badly and, and saying Buffalo's not going to win? Eh. Are you at least surprised? Eh, eh, I, I don't know. No, I'm not that surprised. I'm not that surprised. But, but And then again, Miami's pretty good. So there you go. Miami, Buffalo. Good. Let's leave it there, Michigan, because we're going to yeah. Ugly Town, USA, the Monsters of the Midway, Chicago, hosting the 1-0 Kentucky Bengals. Joe Barr is back with a vengeance, and he's whipping the ball around, and Joe Mixon's running the ball around. Is it time to be optimistic in Cincy? Is it time to be 
<laughs> oh, poor Andy Dalton. Mitch, let's talk about this game for three minutes. Starting out. We can start now and we can say, just for the sake of uh, tooting my own horn, that Cincinnati Bengals were called to win that game on this program last week. The Cincinnati Bengals will beat the Chicago Bears and be 2-0 and in the NFC North by the end of the week. AFC. Joe Burrow, you had questions. You still have questions, but he showed some great signs. If you got him, three touchdowns this week against the Chicago Bears. Jamar Chase got one last week. Oh, my goodness. He, I thought we could, he couldn't catch the ball. He's going to get one. Tyler Boyd is a touchdown maker this week. And Joe Mixon, as long as Mr. Mixon touches the rock, he's your RB1. He will be a fine addition to a winning team. And on the flip side, Mr. Kobasa, Justin Fields plays more than half this game oh. because the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be up 24 to 7 at halftime. And you will see Coach Nagy save his ass, save his job, plead for it by putting in Justin Fields. <sighs> David Montgomery is a must start. Uh, Allen Robinson, you drafted him as your one. So sad, too bad. I like Mr. Mooney. I like him a lot. When I starting him, the answer is no. Cole Kinmet is a tight end touchdown maker. And Justin Fields will throw one to Mr. Komet. Mr. Montgomery, Mr. Montgomery for president, Monty for president, as I say to my close friends, <laughs> will be a valid RB1 in this game. But Justin Fields will come in and the world of Chicagoland is going to be set afire. Because that kid's going to come in and be responsible for 20 fantasy points in the second half of that game. Wow. Chicago's losing. Cincinnati's winning. Cincinnati can very well be in first place after two weeks. And the Cleveland Browns are going to be looking up at them. A little respect in Southern Ohio, Mr. Kilbasa. What do you think? Ain't happening. What do I think? I well, hey man, I mean, they're gonna. Yeah, the Browns can't be two and zero at the end of their game. So yeah, why not? I mean, (laughs) why not? Ugh. Uh, Why why did the Brown? Why is the one year we have? It's it's going to be that the AFC North is going to be by far the toughest conference in football this year. Everybody's going to be good. It sucks. We have a gong for that. And Grasshopper, don't ask yourself why. Believe. Focus and play better football if you're the Cleveland Browns. You'll be there when the time comes. And it's good to see the kid Joe Burrow coming back. It's good to see his offensive tools performing. The defense is still a little substandard again. But the uh, the advent, the world of Justin Fields begins in the National Football League by the second half in this ballgame. Thank you, Andy Dalton. Thank you for all you've done. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, Andy, Andy, playing against his old team. He might uh, might be able to do something, even though nobody wants him to play. Let's go to Indianapolis. Oh, man, the Indianapolis Colts hosting the red hot, coming off the debut of the century in the greatest building I've ever seen. I want to go there for the Super Bowl this year when the Browns play it. But <laughs> in the meantime, we're going to see how they're going to do on the road. The high-flying Rams taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Let's talk about it for three minutes starting now. One of my games last week, Mr. Cabasa, was being a little too high on the Indianapolis Colts. 
And out of all the games, I was wrong on three, and that was one of them. To say that the Rams are going to come back to the middle of the country and dominate and destroy the Colts is not fair. Right now, to me, the Colts are going to learn to run the ball against the Rams, and they're going to get it right. They're going to stuff it down their throats and look to take some air of the high-flying carnival act, circus act, that is now Matt Stafford and the L.A. Rams. I got Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan, whatever his real Jonathan name is. Jonathan Taylor Thomas from Home Improvement. That's the one. Uh, that's the one. Touchdown maker, going to reward Michy for drafting him high, going to make people say, oh, my goodness, this kid could really play. 20-plus 20, 20 fantasy points could find the end zone twice. It will be a closer game than people. It's a three-and-a-half-point underdog for the Colts right now. And to me, they're going to have to show up and compete because the Rams have the firepower to dominate this game. The idea that a young man named Michael Pittman was drafted by your fantasy team and we said on this program, nope, 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 nope. Zach Pascal will be the touchdown maker. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, and that yep. is about all I got right on the Colts hmm. last week. You okay. got Pittman, you're going to start him. You got Jonathan Taylor, you're going to start him. You got the Colts defense, think twice, and you're not starting them. Matt Stafford is a must start. The two wide receivers, Woods and Cup, both touchdown makers, both made Michy money. Van Jefferson, Van Jefferson, the draft pick that everyone forgot about because they brought in Deshaun Jackson. Well, how about you looking like Tariq Hill last week? Ooh. Touchdown maker this week? No. Tyler Higby, the tight end, touchdown maker? Yeah. Rams are scoring at least three touchdowns. Their defense is really good. I think this game is going to be 27-24 and tighter than anyone thinks. Ooh. Start the people I said. Stay away from the people I didn't say. And Mr. Kilbasa, what say you? I say I I say the Indianapolis Colts put me to sleep. I'm all I'm I I'm, I really like watching the Rams and I'm happy for Matt Stafford. I think yes. they're going to they're going to have a lot of good things. You can try to write off uh what's the coach's name? You can try to write him off, but you're not going to be able to write him off. No, he's the smartest man in the room. Yeah, besides Kevin Stefanski. Unless the Kevin Stefanski's in the room, then he's the second smartest Unless guy. Unless Stefanski's in the room, obviously. Okay. We'll see some Sonny Mitchell, otherwise known as Sonny Michelle, but it's the Henderson show, and really based on what we saw last week, it's the Matt Stafford show in L.A., and um, I'm happy for him. It's going to be a very close game. To me, it's a toss-up. And for my money, I'm rooting for the Colts because you're rooting for the Rams. All right. Well, let's put something on it while we're in Indianapolis. I say we go for um, let's go for a yard of hot dogs, three foot long hot dogs, three foot long chili cheese dogs and beer cheese dogs and a case of natural light. I don't know what that is, but if you say so. Oh, well, you name the beer then. No, when the time comes, we'll get a local brew. Natural, uh, okay, yeah, natural light. We'll come. We'll go in with a case of natural ice. We'll walk out with with the good food and some local beer. Okay, it's a party. There we bum, go. Bum, 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 and speaking of a foot foot long food party, let's go to. Ugh. <laughs> let's go to the O and wait. No, let's go to the one and oh, damn it. 
Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> hosting. Are they for real or are they not? The one and zero Las Vegas Raiders coming off a big win. David Carr thinks Jesus is going to take him to the Super Bowl this year. Will he be right? This might be a fun one to watch, or maybe it'll be a snoozer. I don't know, Mishy, but we're going to talk about Stillers Raiders for three minutes, starting now. Well, I can tell you one thing. This is not going to be Bradshaw versus Stabler. I can tell you that right now. No way back machines, 1972, 3, 4, 5, 6, or 77. Not going to happen. The Raiders were the luckiest team in football history last in week one, last week. The Pittsburgh Steelers, again, everyone, just listen, hear me out. The Steelers beat an overrated Buffalo team. This is going to be an average game played by average teams. And in, for my shiny nickel, I'm taking the underdog here. I am saying I am saying to you that the Raiders are going to come into town and they are going to bet the Steelers, and it is not going to be um, a pretty football game. If I were starting a quarterback, Derek Carr would not be it. Ben Roethlisberger would not be it. I would start Josh Jacobs. I am not starting the rookie running back from the Steelers this week. You could stay and watch. Um, Henry Ruggs was banged up for the Raiders. He played. I get a feeling that the wide receivers for the Raiders this year are the same crappy wide receivers they had. But who cares when you got Darren Waller on the field dominating touches? Talk talk about – Talk about force-feeding. They were force-feeding Darren Waller all in the first half. And he's good, man. He's really good. And he was wide open all night. Yeah. How does that happen? I don't know. but I I because the kid is incredibly talented. He is. Mike Tomlin is going to do one. He's going to write one thing on the chalkboard today, and that's we will not let Darren Waller beat us. That's what he's going to do. And I'm here to tell you that Darren Waller is going to help beat them because the Steelers – I'm sorry, but I'm not a believer um, in Big Ben. I'm not necessarily a believer in the rookie running back, Najee Harris. You know how I feel about brother Juju Smith-Schuster. He's not my favorite hyphenated receiver. That's how I feel about it. Chase Claypool, if you drafted him, this is a week to start him. Deontay Johnson, if you drafted him, this is a week to start him. I think that this is another one of those 27-24 type of ball games or less. And I think Chucky is going to be featured prominently on this broadcast with his big smile and chin and his bigger smile and teeth because the Raiders are going to win this game, be 2-0, and and your Steelers are going to fall back to earth where they belong, closer and closer to last place in the NFC North. AFC. That's what I meant. You knew what I meant. <laughs> it's not the Lions versus the Packers, Michi. Come you on. Knew it's what the I AFC meant. North. You knew what I meant. Oh, Shaughnessy is a friend of mine, and you knew which I was talking to Jimmy. Of you knew what course. I meant. AFC. And that's as much time as I want to spend in Pittsburgh's. So let's Please. get on down to a game that I really couldn't care about if my life depended on it (laughs) your favorite quarterback sam darnold 2.0 and the carolina panthers hosting whatever's left of the new orleans saints michi 
Panthers Saints. Let's talk about it for three minutes starting now. This, uh, this is a must-win game for both teams in week two. They're playing in North Carolina. And I am taking the Panthers on principle. The principle being that they will improve from their performance last week and learn how to play better in the second half. Learn how to coach better in the second half. Learn how to execute better in the second half. And learn how to finish in the second half. If you had two quarterbacks, Sam Darnold or famous Jameis Winston, Ooh. who are you starting this week, Mr. Kielbasa? I'm, I'm starting Sam Darnold 2.0. Famous Jameis is going to be a two-interception man and a two-touchdown man. He, um, I'm sorry, there's going to be no four or five touchdown games again. He's going to go back to the old Jameis. Um, Alvin Kamara is on on target to have a nice game. He's a must-start. Traquan Smith, I don't know. Marquise Callaway, you heard his name on this program last week. He would be my touchdown maker. And the touchdown maker at tight end, a young man named Adam Troutman, my new favorite guy, by the way, America. Who's that fucking guy? He's my favorite guy. That's all you need to know. And they will score, again, another game that's not going to be, you know, like a pinball game. It's going to be a tough contest. They'll score 21, 24, 27 points. Sam Darnold is is now the quarterback with a W. He might have more wins after two weeks than he had in his Jet career. It's going to be hard to tell. Wow. But Carolina is winning this game. Christian McCaffrey is your number one pick, finding the end zone this week. There is no question. McCaffrey's the star of the show, and Sam Darnold's going to learn to utilize him. DJ Moore is a nice play. You heard on this program last week that Robbie Anderson is a must-start because he's a touchdown maker. I'm here to tell you right now, Robbie Anderson's one trick is over. Do not start him, cut him, and find the rookie wide receiver, Terrence Marshall, on the Carolina Panthers. Because Terrence Marshall is going to be a touchdown maker this week. Christian McCaffrey's a touchdown maker. Sam Darnold is throwing for three touchdowns. Carolina's winning this game 31-27. And Sam Darnold 2.0 is for real. Wow. Start believing, people. Start believing. Listen to you. Not giving up. Even though he gave up on New Jersey. Michy's not giving up on Sam Darnold. Well, will we ever see him start for you in your fantasy football league? Eh, Probably not. Maybe in a bye week crunch. In a, in a, I'll tell you what, there'll be weeks where Sam Darnold uh, will, you know, not be a top fifteen guy. He'll be a top five guy. Wow! And the more and the more he plays in Carolina, the better he's going to be because Christian McCaffrey's on that team and he's super dynamic. And Darnold will learn how to feed him more and more as the days go by. Fair it's gonna enough. Be, it's going to be exciting. There you go. Michy's new favorite team, the Panthers. Let's get out of there and go to Michy's second favorite city in America, Philadelphia, the Eagles in San Francisco. San Francisco 49ers do not like going to Philadelphia. I mean, nobody really likes going to Philadelphia, but San Francisco is so far away from Philadelphia. Oh, they, stayed, get... uh, they stayed in, uh, they stayed in uh, my favorite backwoods uh, Pennsylvania place called West Virginia. Oh, 
Oh, did they? They didn't go home. They didn't go home. They they stayed in Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Well, my favorite they'll even be more road weary there. All right, Eagles, oh, yeah. 90s, three minutes starting now. San Francisco 49ers, preseason fantasy hype. They got a running back named Sherman who is going to compete with uh, Mr. Mozart and be oh, who dynamic I running back. Ohio State Buckeye. Two carries, 20 yards. Mozart is done for the year. Unbelievable. Your man Trey Sermon is 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 such a knucklehead. The coach didn't even dress him to play in this game. Now with the injury to Mozart, he's going to have to mature at a, at a pace where he's probably not even ready to. Um, talk about blowing smoke in a useless preseason. Unbelievable. The rookie pickup everyone went for was a guy named Elijah Eli Mitchell, the new starting quarterback, excuse me, the new starting running back, the next running back find, the next guy who's going to be 1,400 yards and 15 touchdowns, Elijah Mitchell. Did you pick him up? Is that the end of the drama in San Francisco? Hell no. <laughs> Debo Samuel was a stud, 178 yards and a touchdown. The man everyone said, oh, but he's a better player on your pre-draft uh, standings. Brandon Ayuk, he must have been hanging out with uh, Trey Sermon because Ayuk took the knucklehead card and didn't get a touch. Uh, right now, there was supposed to be a big uh, separation with Debo being number two and Ayuk being number one. America, you drafted Debo Samuel. You're smarter than Mishy, and I tip my hat to you. Greg Kittle is a must-start, along with Brother Debo, along with Brother Mitchell. What they're doing at quarterback is another great question. Garoppolo comes in three plays later. Trey Lance comes in. One for one, touchdown like a perfect passer rating. If the world were to end right now, Trey Lance would have a perfect passer rating for his NFL career. Thank you, Coach Shanahan. We have no idea what to do with Trey Lance. If you drafted him, keep him on the bench. This is a Garoppolo kind of game. 49ers are going to dominate and just do as we say, live in love, and let the world go around. The 49ers are going to crush him. Wow. Okay. I hope they had a good time in West Bagad down there. Maybe they played some fall in for Fallout 76 because that's where it takes place in the West Virginia Now, the Eagles won last week. The Eagles won last week, did they not, Mr. Cabasa? They uh, beat the Adiel. Yeah, they did. Yes. Jalen Hurd had a nice game, and a couple of other guys had a nice game. The 49ers defense is, is just night and day to the uh, Falcon defense. And if I have any Philadelphia Eagles in my lineup, I'm putting them on my bench and ducking my head and crying until week three when the Eagles get to play again because they're going to get crushed. (laughs) Okay. Let's keep it over on that side of America, or maybe, but the champs, the goat, the goat farm, getting it done week one. Returning everybody, you gonna you gonna try to count Tom Brady out again? Uh, I don't think so. But uh, 
It seems like the Buccaneers and the Falcons play like 14 times a year. It seems like they're always playing each other. I don't know why. They're in the same NFC South division there, but here we go. It's like a 19-game baseball season matchup. Atlanta and Tampa Bay, Michigan. Let's talk about that for three minutes starting now. Tampa Bay, the world's champion. Have you seen Gronkowski over all these commercials lately? Yeah, you can't go anywhere without seeing him. He's fantastic. Are you starting him this week in fantasy football? Everybody's starting him. Heck no, you're starting the kid Noah Fant from Denver. Just remember what the butcher said. Mike Evans, touchdown maker. Mr. Godwin, touchdown maker. Antonio Brown, touchdown maker. Tom Brady may not play the fourth quarter. They're going to kill them. Ronald Jones, touchdown maker. The defense may score a touchdown. The world champs are putting up 40-some-odd points against your Atlanta Falcons. The days of, of Matt Ryan having anything are gone. Mike Davis is not worth starting. Wayne Gallman is not worth starting. You drafted Calvin Ridley super high. Go ahead and play him. Watch Russell Gage have a better game. You drafted <laughs> Kyle Pitts, Pitts, Pitts. I did, I did, I did twice. Well, you then start him. Go ahead. He might be the he only He got four guy points last week. Four Matt points. So, Mishy, let, let me ask you a question. Sure. Are you starting Kyle Pitts or Noah Fant? Noah Fant. Okay. No fans going to be one of the top five tight ends, and aside not named Darren Waller or Greg Kittle or Kelsey. Gosh darn it! No fans going. No fans going to have a big game, and Pitts has to prove himself. And this is the wrong team to do proving and learning. The Atlanta Falcons are in mega trouble. Go to the book, lay the points, take the Broncos to win, parlay it with any of those touchdown makers. Make yourself some money and enjoy the game, people. Mm. This this one's not going to be funny. Wow. This one's going to be over fast. Okay. Raymond James Stadium. Getting to yeah. support the With GOAT. The knuckleheads They're so lucky. Effect. So lucky. So, so lucky. Anyway, okay. Someone's, someone's got to. Listen, someone has to be. And yeah. it just so happens his name is Tom Brady. I, uh, I've reluctantly, um, being a Jet fan, have come to respect and just be just flabbergasted that this guy's getting it done. And he's getting it done, and he's going to get it done all over the team from the ADL. Done. Done. Done and dusted. Don't even worry about it. It's all, and they're covering, they're doing everything. They're going over on the point spread, over under, and that's going to be that. I mean, Matt Matt Ryan can put up, they can put up some points, dude. You know, they're going to give up some points, but they can put up a few points. Who scored touchdowns for him this week? Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley, of course. They're the only two people who were drafted. So you got them, start them, make yourself happy. Watch yourself lose another game. There you go. There you go. All right. Just like luck is the residue of design and the sausage hut is the residue of Johnny Cabasa's mind. We're going to head out to the desert and fry. Because the upstart Arizona Cardinals are taking on old reliable... You don't have to like him, but he's still going to give you 350 yards a game. The Minnesota Vikings and the Arizona Cardinal. Mitch, let's talk about it for three minutes, starting good now. I have two teams on opposite ends of the rainbow, Mr. Kielbasa. 
indeed. You heard on this program last week that the Minnesota Vikings will be a team not only looking for a new quarterback, but a new head coach. Oh, my goodness. The Vikings are in trouble. Dalvin Cook, touchdown maker. Justin Jefferson, you drafted him really high. And Adam Thielen stole all the thunder last week. I got him. You got Thielen or Jefferson? I got Thielen, and everybody was saying he's too old. But, yeah, all he does is score Mr. touchdowns. Mr. Kibasa with the happy scouting. On that team, I would – listen, you drafted Jefferson so high, go for it. Kirk Cousins is going to get mauled. He's going to be sacked. He's going to be bleeding. He is going to be not throwing three touchdowns. I'm taking Thielen for one. They're going to give the ball to Dalvin Cook to save the quarterback's life. Dalvin Cook is a great player and a must start. Wow. I don't think I don't think that uh Arizona is going to be losing this game. Their defense uh showed up in a very nice way. Last week we were talking highly of them. I didn't expect, you know, 47 sacks of the quarterback, but they gave you the best production in fantasy football, 20 plus points from a defense last week. Kyler Murray was star of the show. Star of the show. Not going to be a problem playing against Minnesota. Uh, another three or four touchdown performance. You drafted James Conner or Chase Edmonds? Which one did you draft, people? This week, James Conner is finding the end zone. Go to the sports book, put the parlay in, okay? Listen to what I'm telling you. Mish is telling you. Boogie Hopkins, great player. Christian Kirk stole the show last week. Um, I'm putting my nickel on DeAndre Hopkins to have a uh, fantasy number one wide receiver worthy ball game. Two touchdowns, buck 50. Buck 50. Buck 50? And buck 50. And the Cardinals are going to take this game uh, handily. Call it what you want. Minnesota is not that good, and Arizona's on the rise. People pay attention. That's it, Mr. Kabasa. Bang a gong, get it on. Yeah, yeah. Minnesota, there's going to be so many people wearing Vikings gear in that stadium. It's not going to be funny, and it's not going to matter. I hope people pour beer on their heads and send them wow. back to Minnesota. Don't do that, people. You're not in the Bronx. Yeah, baby. You're not in the Bronx, and you're not Michi in the 1990s. So. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. And what you can do is head back out to the brand new stadium for the other team in town. The Chargers, they're going to be getting some people in the stands this year because they've got a nice little thing going on. And especially because they're going to be welcoming the Dallas Cowboys to town. I'm sure L.A.'s full of freaking Cowboys fans. Probably more Cowboys fans than Chargers fans. But, hey. Cowboys fans are everywhere. Raise your hand if you want. Raise your hand if you want, people. There you go. L.A. Chargers, Dallas Cowboys, Michigan. Let's talk about it for three minutes starting now. I was uh, surprised the Chargers uh, took care of business against Washington last week. I will not uh, be surprised this week at a competitive game. I was not surprised that Dallas played a very competitive game against Tampa. They're going to come into L.A. to play the Chargers, and it's going to be a home game for the Cowboys. There's going to be that many more Cowboy backers at this game. Dak Prescott, you got him, you start him. C.D. Lamb, you got him, you start him. Amari Cooper. You got him, you start him. 
Here's the question, Mr. Kobasa. Yeah. For the second year in a row, you made a commitment to Ezekiel Elliott. Ugh. Are you starting him this week? If you got David Montgomery or Ezekiel Elliott, who are you starting? See, my philosophy of not jumping to conclusions after week one leads me to believe that they're going to try to get the ball into Zeke's hands, or is he just toast? That is the question to ask yourself. I don't think he's toast Or just is yet. the coach such a knucklehead that he cannot figure out how to use Ezekiel Elliott? There's a RG3, the quarterback played a few years ago for the Washington team. He's now a broadcaster. He put out a tweet last week after the game and went something like this. He said, if this is the way the Cowboys are going to use Ezekiel Elliott, trade him to Baltimore right now. Oh, <laughs> putting a hammer down. And the Cowboys, um, the Cowboys got uh, one of their offensive linemen suspended, uh, possibly from wearing that gas mask that uh, hot houses your head from smoking the good ganja. I don't know. But they are going to be short on the offensive line. The Chargers played a tough brand of defense. They're playing it at home. You drafted Herbert to be your number one. Show some guts. Please show some guts. Put him in your starting lineup. You started Austin Eckler, got you a touchdown. He's still banged up. You drafted him high. You got to go. Young man named Larry Roundtree is going to get a professional touchdown in, in this game. Go to your sports book, make a combo. Trust me. Keenan Allen, touchdown maker. And your man, old man, Jared Cook, touchdown maker. This game is going to be exciting. It's going to be high flying. It's going to be a, a game to watch. The over-under right now is 55, which is about as high as it's going to get this week in the National Football League. I'm going to take the complete fireworks show. Give me the Cowboys in three and a half points. Give me the Cowboys to win this game and give me the over of 55 and a half. Take the players we spoke about. Be, be happy as punch. Make a crazy parlay bet. Same game parlay bet on this game. And uh, laugh all the way to the bank while you enjoy a pretty entertaining football game. What do you think about that, Mr. Kabbalah? I think I'm going to take the Chargers and we're going to wager on this one. And we are going to very wager. good. We are going to wager some uh, some of the very expensive food that they have at the brand new stadium. And I'm going to go. They got a new. They got a Nobu there in the uh, new stadium. Yeah, Nobu. We'll go to Nobu. Um, what is that? I think you know what they. You know what it's going to be. It's going to be barbecue pulled pork poutine. That's what it's going to be. Pulled pork poutine. <sighs> Enough for two people as one order. And it's going to be gourmet shit. And in a bottle of champagne. I'm taking the Chargers. uh, The European style there? Do we got to get American style there? The Prosecco? What do you want? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we'll get the Prosecco. Oh, we can do that. It'd be very tasty. That'll wash everything down nicely. It'll go great with the pulled pork poutine from Nobu. Give me the Cowboys and give Kibasa the check. Give me the Chargers and get me the hell out of L.A. because I'm sure we'll be there soon enough. Is there a game there every year? There has to be. A, is there a game there every week this year? I'm assuming I there probably so. should be. Oh, just goddamn about. So. Okay. Meanwhile, we're, let's head up the West Coast to Seattle. Yeah. Uh, 
were you not hyping the Seahawks going into this week? Did, did, did you guys uh, or let, this year? Were you? Did you forget about Seattle? Did you write off did Russell Wilson after last him? year? Did you disrespect him? Did you overhype the Tennessee Titans? Did you think that Julio Jones was going to have a rebirth and he had a bad week? Now you got rid of him? Are you jumping to conclusions there, Mishy? Let's find yeah. out what's going on as the Seahawks play the Titans. Let's talk about it for three minutes starting now. I, uh, all of the above, um, as far as the opening to this game, Mr. Cabas, I disrespected Seattle and I, and I really thought, uh, Julio, Julio would, uh, finally score a touchdown in, you know, the second decade of the 21st century. Wrong and wrong again. <laughs> Russell Wilson and his new offense lit everyone up. You drafted Russell Wilson and you lost your fantasy football game? Impossible. Impossible looking for and mustard chris carson did not find the end zone had a great game he will find the end zone this week must start tyler lockett was a superstar dk metcalf scored a touchdown you heard it here last week just like that and i gotta tell you i was shocked 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 what seattle did to indianapolis again i was completely wrong on that game the tennessee titans on the flip side they played an awful football game from every aspect, from the coaches to the attendance to the color of the Gatorade to the players on the field. And my question, Mr. Kilbasa, yeah, did I make a mistake drafting Derrick Henry as my RB1 with the third pick of the draft? You don't jump And will he bounce back against the Seattle defense? What do you say? Of course he's going to bounce back. He's big and he's mean and he's tough as nails. Unless he's hurt, he's going to be good. Will and so is Julio game, Jones, dude. Will this game be a shootout or will it somehow be controlled by the running backs? Mm, no, this is going to be a shootout. I want to see a shootout. Good old-fashioned right. shootout, um, shootout alert, shootout alert, shootout alert, shootout and, uh, alert. Is AJ, is A.J. Brown healthy enough to be a touchdown maker, or is this the Julio Brown show? I hope it's Julio Jones' show because he's on my team, and I can't give up on him even though he didn't do shit this week. Yeah, there was a guy named Chester Rogers. Chester Rogers. Apologies to the family, but we don't know you. And you were the touchdown maker with the big-name guys doing nothing in Tennessee. Ryan Tannehill better prove his worth and be prepared to play one of the best games of his life in a shootout alert. First team to 43 wins this game. Take the over, take the fantasy points and enjoy a unusual contest of the Seattle team against the team from Tennessee. They don't play very often. And I think we're going to be in for a round of AFC versus NFC entertainment. It should be fun. I hope this game is that shootout. And because the ferocity is such, and Johnny Cabasa is the type of person he is, I put that in dark blue crayon as one of the games of the week. Wow. Okay. Tennessee and Seattle. And that's your last... 425 game of the week and let's hit straight to the Monday or Sunday nighter this will be a goddamn good game Kansas City 
We gave them all we could last week. Baltimore. Oh, man. Went to overtime and lost. Gave it away. Had a hell of a game. This has great game written all over it. The Sunday Nighter, Michi. Baltimore, Kansas City. Let's talk about it for three minutes starting now. What can the Ravens do to control the Kansas City Chiefs, Mr. Kielbasa? The same thing the Browns did. Score more points for most of the game. (laughs) The Ravens are uh, a little bit beat up at the wide receiver slot. They have a nice tight end. I would... um, I'm looking for reasons to say that Baltimore can keep up with Kansas City in week two. And I'm not finding them. The kiss of death by the butcher, Lamar Jackson, is (laughs) in the air. In In the air. And I was already a doubting Thomas. If you have Lamar Jackson like I do, you're starting him. You have no choice. You're not playing cute. You're playing... You're playing. I drafted this guy for a reason. The running back, uh, Taysen Williams, is the number one there. Who knows? I'm not trusting them. I'm not trusting Devontae Freeman. And I'm not trusting Latavius Murray. What kind of running back room is that? Again, Lamar Jackson sat in the pocket against the Raiders and was not Lamar Jackson. And he's going to have to revert to... I have to win this game by any way possible, Lamar Jackson. MVP style, best player of the week in fantasy football style for the Baltimore Ravens to have any, any chance in this game. Mark Andrews is a touchdown maker here. My man Sammy Watkins is going to find the end zone here. Lamar Jackson is going to find the end zone here. They're going to put up 28 points. The question remains, maybe 31 points. Can they keep the Chiefs below that number? The quarterback, Mahomes, is a must start, obviously. You drafted my least, one of my least favorite hyphenated running backs, Edwards Hilaire, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. No touchdown maker. He's not your number one. You're going to choke on it. Enjoy it. Tariq Hill is your number one. Ugh. Travis Kelsey is your number one. Ugh. Harrison Butker is your starting kicker. Because, I got him. I got him because I got him. Of course you do. And the Chiefs will find a way to score 30 points. The two kickers, Butker and Tucker, will decide this game. I hope it's completely exciting, even though the butcher put the kibosh on it. I'm saying one of the nicer games of the weekend and the kicker on either team will decide this game with 10 seconds or less left in the contest. I don't want either of these teams to win, but I definitely have to have Baltimore go 0-2. That's all there is to it. Kansas City's going to make the playoffs. We can't have Baltimore making the playoffs because we're going to be fighting for a playoff spot. Oh, Michy, 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 Michy. It's going to be a good game. Looking forward to watching it, though. In the sports book, the home team, the Ravens, are getting three and a half points. Were you willing to give me three points on this, and I'll take the Ravens? Oh hell no! I'll I'll take I'll I'll take no no money line. That's it. I'm not giving money you any points. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I got fifty dollars of of crab versus fifty dollars of uh, beef from Kansas City on this game. 
Give me the Ravens. Upset special. Butcher, I love you. And I know I'm going against the gods when I say this, but Butcher, you were wrong. Give me the Ravens, Mr. Cabasa. What do you think? You got it. You got it. You got it. That could only leave one more thing, and it's everything. Is it a must-win? I'll tell you what. It's a must-perform game for me because I put all the money on my man, and is it just like one one week too late? I don't think so. Mishy hopes so, but the Monday nighter, the franchise, the Yogi, Aaron Rodgers, at home, Monday night, full stadium, welcoming the Detroit Lions in an NFC North battle. You couldn't ask for anything more, Aaron. If you can't do it here, we're going to start doubting you. But hey, you got a golf to get off, Michi, and we're going to get off for three minutes on the Monday Nighter. Lions Packers, let's America. go. If you didn't know this by uh, last Monday night, Michi is here to tell you. Peyton Manning and Eli Manning have a sub broadcast on one of the Espen stations. And they're sitting there like you're a Zoom call on one corner of the screen. And they're talking football. They brought in Kel. I saw the second half of it last week. They brought in Travis Kelsey for the third quarter. It was fun. Russell Wilson. Pardon? It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I watched it. It was too. fun. And there was a fire alarm that went off in Eli's house. And Peyton Manning, without missing the beat, says, Eli, what did you do? <laughs> and basically, that was more fun than watching whoever does the ABC Monday Night Telecast. I'll tell you what. I watched the game that way. Joe Flacco, or er, Aaron Rodgers, is the diva of all divas. Because in my mind, <laughs> he was not prepared mentally or physically to be a quarterback in the national football league last week complete and utter oh my god i didn't expect that moment oh my god my my happy scouting and my preseason drafting wasn't worth a shit aaron Rodgers, you piece of easy easy diva Diva. reigning mvp he comes out reigning mvp mr kielbasa they are going to turn on him, and I don't know what that looks like in Wisconsin because they're generally some of the nicest people I met, but there will be cheese lobs thrown onto the field no, they at, won't. in Aaron Rodgers' general no, direction. No, they won't. If the, the dreaded Detroit Lions and Jared Goff come in and DeAndre Swift and Mr. Cephas and Mr. Hawkinson go up 21 to Seven in the third quarter, and Aaron Rodgers is tripping like Michi drinking beer trying to throw a football on the beach. Oof. And it's going to happen. Upset. Can't wait to hear Peyton and Eli explain away why their pal Aaron Rodgers is now older than dirt and a laughing stock. The Packers are going down, and it's going to be a flame of glorious cheese. Glorious. That sounds glorious, and it sounds tasty, and it sounds delicious. Flaming cheese. Flaming cheese. I am off the Packers. Aaron Jones, I love you. So very nice. Devontae Adams, you're like the number one wide receiver whose quarterback decided, 
I'm a diva and I don't want to play anymore, but I'm going here to get paid. Your fantasy value is shot. You drafted him, suffer. You got wow. to. You drafted Aaron Rodgers, suffer. You got to. It, the Detroit Lions are going to come out and beat the Packers. And this time next week on the Fantasy Football Ferocity, Mr. Cabasas, we're going to have a list of names lining up as his next quarterback. Jeez you Louise. Watch. That's my prediction. Man, are you bitter about not being able to draft Aaron Rodgers this year or what, <laughs> man? <laughs> bitter. You're all in on Lamar Jackson. Joe Flacco for years. Oh. Last year in his MVP season, he shut me up. But this year, after the last <laughs> week, I get to I get to get at the big shovels, the the industrial shovels. And very Aaron Rodgers on this program. Okay. And he's your, your, your fantasy quarterback. <laughs> there go you get, go. Go get, go get Sam Darnold. Go get Sam Darnold 2.0. We got Denver and Cleveland scoring defensive touchdowns. We got, I'm taking Jacksonville over Denver. I'm taking the Jets uh, for some Italian subs and Chinese food and some vodka. Michy's taking the Colts for three foot long chili dogs and a case of natural light. I'm taking the Chargers for some pulled pork poutine and some champagne. Michy's taking Baltimore for some crab versus some beef. And that's how it's going to go down in week two. Michy, thanks a lot, bro. America. You're welcome, Mr. Sabasa. In America, enjoy the pro game. Enjoy the fantasy game. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy the camaraderie. And we're glad you enjoyed this Sausage Health program. Comments and questions, Mr. Kabasa, straighten you out. Thank you, Mr. Kabasa. I had a pleasure. Where can we find you, Michi? Michi's on the beach. Michi's on the beach. That's right. There it is. Man, we are a well-oiled machine going into week two. Thank you to Michi. Thank you to the vegetarian butcher. Thank you for listening. Let's hope you do better than I did in fantasy football. But I know I'm going to snap back and take a couple wins this this week. If not, then we might have to go. Michi banging the gong. 30 podcasts in 30 days. Raging on. One way or another, we're going to get them going. Johnny Cabasa on Twitter, Johnny Cabasa Rocks on Instagram, johnnycabasa.com. If you want to redo my website, DM me. I need it. We'll see you next week on The Ferocity, and we'll see you tomorrow on 30 Podcasts in 30 Days. Aaron Rodgers is done.